Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Life Wide Open podcast. I'm going to just come out and say it. Somebody sitting at this table smells like they should be working at a Hollister store right now. Oh, I thought you were going to bring me up. I smell like ass right now. Yeah, I was going to say, I definitely stink. Okay, it's Mike then. Okay, I'll narrow it down. It's Mike. I was just in my office putting cologne on. Oh, that would make make sense. I'm mostly doing it for you guys so that I didn't have to, like, I smelled like before this too. There's no way you could possibly smell worse than Ryan. <laughs> Mike, dude, you've changed. Wearing a Hollister cologne. It yeah, wearing your and a, and a what, chain. What, are you going to a school well, dance after just, this? Just because ben, <laughs> ben thought he smelled the Hollister cologne doesn't mean that it is Hollister cologne. What kind of cologne is it? It's Abercrombie. <laughs> this Get is, it right, bro. This, don't know the name of it. Just you got a date tonight? Gray bottle. Uh, kind of, yeah. Do you guys usually wear cologne? No. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Like I try on the to, daily? Try not to. on the daily. I'm not, I'm not habitual uh, about but it. But like if, if we're cleaning up, going out, me and Alex, my girlfriend, I'll put she it on. It too? No, I'll put it. <laughs> I'll just like put a spritz on, but I don't overdo it. That's how I put one spritz. What are you doing tonight? What, what's up with the. It's Halloween, but when did Halloween or like whatever? What? Did you just. I've never heard that term. Halloween? You've never heard a dude, white I girl speak it? You that, never went yeah. to college, dude. Yeah, Even true. I've heard that. Yeah. Then. What you had a year? If you're down in LA, it's like a full week. So since it's on Monday, uh, like Halloween parties go pretty much all weekend, and I'm sure into Monday too. And I love how if you're in college, it goes like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Monday. Well, if Halloween's on Monday, I'm sure people just. So has Sydney been? She already went out last night then for Halloween. No, no, she didn't. She's not your typical uh, college crazy party college girl or boy. But yeah, we're going. We're going downtown tonight. I'm dressing up as you going to the bar. That's on train fun. conductor. That'll nice. be pretty fun. And then tomorrow we're going to. You could be... almost pass. Is that just as 
as is. They're gonna you're gonna show up and be like, hey, where's your costume? Does Mike look like a train conductor? He fucking could be. Yeah, that could be my <laughs> Hold on, what's your definition of you're a train conductor? I look like, I like, like he's old enough to be one. Like, I oh, look okay. like Just my age. Whoa, college what's up with this party? guy? They're like, hey, you looking for your daughter? Are you going to a college party? I guess. Shit, so it's a call. You're going to like I, a house party. I don't know. She you should bring my, Kenwood. My friends are throwing a party. There's a keg there. We're going to go there then. That down sounds down. like lit. you're going to a college kegger. Sounds like it. Shit. Sounds lit. Yeah, that sounds kind of lit. Have you been to a college party with Sid? Uh, kind of one. What, like what, do they, what do they say like when you walk in? Who's the guy with all the gray hair, dude? How old is that guy? No. <laughs> they try throwing you out and then she vouches for you? No. No, no, he's cool. It is pretty funny because. Well, it's usually me dragging her uh, places, and I know everyone. So it is interesting going really? somewhere where I don't know. You know, maybe oh, know one or two or three people, and kind of end up gravitating towards them, talking with them. Mm-hmm. You, it's it's different. Doesn't it suck when you just like you're like the tag along? Yeah, it, that it's very clear. No one cares if you're there, and maybe it's different for you. But when I go places, it's like, yeah, he's here with his girlfriend. You're just. Her boyfriend. Right. So I try to. No one's. No one really. It's not care. fun. Yeah. So then I try to like at least take it in and be like, I don't enjoy this. I hopefully don't put her yeah. in that position. No. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta try. But it's like sometimes you just. You know. That know. Guy. My yeah. version of that is weddings. Oh. Like when I'm invited oh. to like. And you're kind of required to go because you're the plus one. Actually, Ben doesn't go. No, dude. Greta. So Greta went to a wedding last weekend, and I was like, "What are you doing?" This weekend, it was like the middle of the week. And she was like, oh, I have a wedding on Saturday. And I was like, oh, my gosh. She just stopped asking me to go to weddings with her because she knows I probably don't want to go. She she doesn't want you to come either. Well, that's what I expected, too. And she was like, no, I just didn't get a plus one. I I was going to ask if I could bring you The wedding didn't want you there. Right. Right. Everyone else shows up with their significant others. Greta yeah. just got one for herself, no plus <laughs> Pretty one. much. But she was like, yeah, I was going to ask if like I could get a plus one. But then I just figured like you probably wouldn't want to go. And like I understand. And so I just didn't. And I was like, oh, babe. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that is too. We've talked about this so much. But my mom, not this part, but my mom recently just got married. And she goes, hey, I have an invitation for the rest of the boys. Do you think oh, they we were be- invited? You were. Mm. So, like, she's like, do you think they'd be offended if, uh, like, I didn't invite them? Like, obviously, I'd want them there, but it was just small or whatever. I was yeah. like, nope. I think they'd be thankful, you know, just like it's one of what wedding they'd have to avoid. But anyway, she made me get, give you guys. Well, actually, no, I, she made an invitation and then I. Yeah, oh, honestly, the, the, the thing <laughs> is, like, like, realistically, you skipping out on weddings is only doing the couple a favor it's one less meal they got to pay for if they're comping drinks it's significant amount of drinks they are saving mm-hmm. especially if you, you're not inviting the whole crew can I you mean, imagine just like a bunch of people don't show up and then they're then all you're like, like we all did them a favor and i wish a few people <laughs> yeah. would have came everyone but, sent, they send out like thank you letters thank you for not coming and saving <laughs> us the money that'd be interesting oh my gosh how petty would that be Oh. If if you like you I, you like even RSVP'd but then ended up bailing at the last second but didn't tell anyone but I noticed that like if it was my wedding I noticed that so and so didn't show up and then I send them a thank you for not coming mm-hmm. ended up saving me money on drinks and food That's once you RSVP petty. though they already vouch for the drink yeah you're locked in that. dude yeah shoot true dude you just sent them an invoice then with it <laughs> yeah I found myself being like the worst kind of communicator lately mostly because of like our uncertainty of our schedule. Man, it's tough. And then I just catch myself just being a just terrible, 
terrible communicator. Do you guys like do the same? Yeah. Like yeah. when people are like, hey, can you do this or that? And then you're just like, I don't know. And then you just never get back to them. Yeah. And yeah. then they hit you with the follow-up email. You want to know like, weird, hey, though, did you see that? I am in the same boat as you, but I was just thinking today, we also get to do a lot more than other people because we don't lock ourselves in the plans. So we're always like agile and and like head on a swivel. Something crazy's happened over here. We're like, oh yeah, we'll be there. Our notice, sure. You know, like we can... We're pretty good. That's at, true. I mean, unless mm-hmm. there's That's like true. I've, I've something, never looked at it that way. Basically, the only thing that really comes in for the most part is just like, oh, uh, if we're editing a video yeah. that day. But we mm-hmm. don't necessarily go like plan to have an open schedule. You know, it's interesting. It's like no, it everything happens. happens. Everything's going to happen, but we don't know when. Realistically, though, it is on us because it you can always pri- it's just all about prioritizing. Very true. Yeah. So Make like, time for what you want to do. Well, yeah. and then there's two sides of that like uh, probably like. Two years ago, I started, you know how you, when you have uh, the red dot above your text, your notifications, you kind of like to clear those up. At least a lot of people, how do you leave text unread? Now I just can leave text unread. And how many unread texts do you have? Dude, I mean, a lot. Because if I get a text. Oh my gosh. I, okay, Mike just opened up 58, his text. 58 unread texts. Damn. So but it's then like, it's tough because like the next number doesn't mean anything and you don't even oh, know if you're missing right. something important so you get past that point and then and now so a lot of times if i don't answer right away it means you sent me uh sometimes a question but usually like a piece of information i need and i don't want to forget it so i won't mm. open it but it just yeah and then and then it ends up staying on yeah, forever yeah well, and so that's unfortunate but then sometimes i go to like tackle a handful and let's say i go to t- tackle 10 different people well by the time you get to the ninth or tenth one the the one you already responded to it's already responded back and it's like it gets to be a lot and i'm like i thought i did a pretty good job trying to get back to him but you guys know on the new apple thing that you can read it and then swipe over and then unread it so then it stays as like the notified that's mm-hmm. kind of nice they do that on instagram too I have a uh, thirty-four thousand seven hundred fifty-nine unread emails oh, on my mail. I keep my Gmail clean because that stuff's important. Yeah, but you got it. My iCloud email is a mess. If you stay on top of it, this is dumb as it sounds. Like when you sign up for the fifteen percent off for signing up for the emails, you get the fifteen percent off, and then you just unsubscribe right away. Mm-hmm. It's not really that hard. It sounds. I'm dumb, good at keeping my shit clean. Yeah, like, it's I worth it. It's worth it. If I got like a junk email, so it's like a Gmail account for me to like Send use for signing up for stuff and whatever. But like my business account, strictly Stupid, business, yeah. man. Unless, like it's important stuff. Unless you're signing up for the cboystv.com email subscription list or well, text. Do now, we do Ken. that? Yeah, we, we do, do that. We, we do, do emails. That I kind of hate that. Wait, no, I kind of no, no. hate that no. we're a part of the problem. I me only send do. one email on drop day and I That's say, it. hey, moms and dads, there's a drop. Go okay. Your, you know, right. like, cause yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. watch the video. That's they don't true. see it come. And so that's, that's my way of letting them know. Ken set up a text blast and I fucking hate text blast, but, but he uses them only on drop days. So it's fine. That's, I agree. Unless we still do that. China we provi- still do, do the text blast. Ken set up a new one. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, as we long did as it, you're not We used getting. to do it and you had to pay for it. And I was like, who's this money going to, to text people? Yeah. You had to pay like what? Like point zero five cents. I don't know, maybe 50 <laughs> cents a text. It wasn't oh, cheap. It dude, wasn't cheap. Fifty cents a text? I don't know if it was that. Oh, that that would that. just that run it up. I'd rather give up. Yeah, that's all good. So I actually found this last week, but it took me an entire week to track down the video. I have quite possibly the greatest rivalry in sports caught on film. <laughs> it's normally what you would consider a slightly boring sport. It's actually sponsored by NASCAR. It's not NASCAR. It's short track stock car racing, but they're on like a gra- or a asphalt strip. 
and it's at this place like Bowman Field in Kentucky, I believe. It's this crazy little short track stadium, and uh, they do races there every week, and it's known to have like one of the best racing atmospheres in short track racing. So we hear the leader in the red car is Nick Wall, followed by Nate Gregg and Billy Gregg. Nate is the son, Billy's the dad. So funny story, Nick Wall and Billy Gregg, the Gregg family, the Wall family and the Gregg family have a rivalry going back in racing to their grandpas. Apparently their fucking grandpas hated each other. (laughs) And so last weekend, same situation, uh, Nate here spun out Nick on a restart. So we are now at uh, like lap 18 or something like that of a 20 lap feature and Ooh. watch what happens. Not much bank on these corners either. No. So there's the Greggs. Oh. Comes up behind him. Oh, it's, it's a repeat. Behind. It's a repeat of last week coming to the green. Exactly how it happened last week. Is that allowed, though? No, not dead. really. Maybe, kind of. Oh, this is this is the equivalent of. No, co- no. no way! Oh my gosh, dude! Demo Derby? Yes. How legendary is this? And it's not over, dude. No way. Yo, this guy's gotta be so hot right now. Like, think how fucking pissed he's gotta be to legitimately take a a bullet. He's just ripping around. He's going to come back around. He's going to come back around. Holy, ripped off his... No way. Why did he perfectly time it? Why didn't he turn? I think the other guy was trying to run away or something. And that official comes in and just... Look at him. What's the other guy doing? Kicking the door? Yeah. But dude... I mean, I don't know a ton about racing, especially this is like a NASCAR sanctioned event. You know, these guys are like, yeah, they're trying, dude. Yeah. What if they could have got out of, if they could have got out of their cars faster, they would have definitely. Yeah. If those guys hadn't been there. Now they're telling this guy, they're like, listen, man, you're not in trouble yet. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other guy gets out. Watch how hot. He's so hot. Not hot. <laughs> it's so, looking, it's hot, like NASCAR, NASCAR, they get mad, and there's like this whole fucking like one minute, like, let me get out of the car. So, uh, <laughs> and then he gets oh stuck. My. So then, uh, and, and he then, falls. Oh, he's <laughs> his his stuck. and then um, after this, he gets up and you can tell he's just like, fuck. Whoever, whoever number 15 is, fuck that guy. I don't like him. Like, is the crowd going wild? Yeah, dude, the crowd the is just came across with his car and just ran him over. So then it goes on just hit him to here's... Uh, oh, he's hyping up the crowd. So this guy was in second place. He's obviously happy because the other guy's made a That's Billy. fool of himself. That's Billy. Billy. I'd fight him. So they end up disqualifying. CJ, you ain't fighting shit. Yeah, <laughs> in that situation, if someone did that, I would. Fuck yeah. Would you? Oh, well, if you're out there, you just got rammed. Wait, Hell yeah. So why did older Greg... Old Greg do that in the first place because number 15 did it to him last week. Everyone else no. is sitting in their cars like, this is uh, Why like did he amateur do racing. We're not even on an actual NASCAR track. I don't understand. Do we keep going or what? I don't understand why he drove up under him like that. Like, that was clearly not legal, right? No. No. Yeah, Nate, he's just spit him out like Nick that. Walk, yeah. the, 
for one a person in first place was slow on the restart. I don't ah, know if it was technically okay. legal what he did, but okay. Robin's oh, yeah. racing, you know. This right, is some amateur stuff though to be doing that. They're only doing twenty laps. They're not even on a real track with banks. Yeah, I know. So it's kind of a bummer. And then they it's ended like up beer getting league. they yeah, exactly. But that's where some of the biggest fights are. And that <laughs> yeah, right there. That's where the biggest idiots are. <laughs> and so CJ uh, just going after an entire sport. Yeah. So not just sports, just in general. <laughs> Uh, they ended up giving the win to the guy in third place because yeah. they disqualified the other Billy. two. So oh, why? Why the, the other dad, one get disqualified? Uh, well, the one must so have Greg, been the other because Greg they basically won. tried to fight each other yeah. and, like, and he all still the did hubbub. do the okay. He still spun the guy out. Yeah, which like, I don't. I'm a know. little bit on 15 side, a little bit. Because, there, like, there should have been a restart, and then 15 should have gone to the front, and then they should have restarted again. That like guy's totally going to be kicked out of their beer league. Yeah, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, that was awesome. But pretty legit, dude. It's got to be some. It's not actual beer league, obviously, but it's lower NASCAR. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably pretty expensive still, too. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying, dude. Like you have to be real mad because that totally cost him a lot of money ramming another car like it was a freaking. Yeah, like they were in a demo Blazer. Dude, I can't imagine that we're the people to do this, but. How legendary would it be if we got both of them on the podcast to squash the beef or not squash the beef and just go after each other? What if we just said, I think we'd be better off just setting up a boxing ring. Send them to a boxing ring? And then we're the promoters? No. They're like, how did these guys get involved at all? We just love it. We're selling tickets. (laughs) We go make a dirt track out in the backyard and we say, no rules. Last guy driving wins. Yeah, maybe we should just invite them to a demo derby. You know how Cletus does his uh, races? At the Freedom Factory? Yes. We just do a demo derby, but around our dirt bike track. <laughs> They're just like, this yeah, isn't even a racetrack. We're like, the entire field is fair game. Go at it. Yeah. Dude, speaking of uh, wildly spectacular action sports events, uh-huh. obviously you've seen the Instagram clips, but the triple backflips. Yes. Yeah. Two guys backflips. did them. I, I got to have you pull your computer back out. But yeah, absolutely <laughs> insane. Travis was trying to double backflip. Everyone like shit bricks, especially that he did it at a live event. Like everyone went crazy, and that was definitely monumental. And then Josh Sheehan did a triple backflip at Travis's. Did he do that to? Well, okay, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he did it, and that was kind of like a, I think similar ramp to he what did they it use to now. Bag though, right? No, Everything's no, no, no. Too bad. He did. Dirt? No, he did that one. Um, not maybe he did it to bag, but Josh Sheehan did hit a really, really, really steep ramp. Yeah, that was at that. Travis's, uh, steep landing too, though. So I think that one wasn't a bag. Here, let's watch this. Two guys, Harry Bank. You guys maybe heard yeah, of him. Of and then, uh, I believe his name is J O Archer. J O. Yeah. J O Archer. They both did it at the nitro world games, a triple backflip, both landed it. J O landed it first try. And then Harry went, uh, didn't get it. Th- First try, got it the second one and stomped it. The crazy part is, is that the guy who won the scooter best trick did a triple backflip no hander. Whoa! So it's like the guy who won dirt. Our Willie? <laughs> no, it wasn't actually our Willie. Some dude stepped up and our Willie did like three worlds first and still didn't win. What? Yeah, the dude who did a triple backflip no hander on a scooter won first, and then the dude who did a tri- did a triple backflip two triple backflips. Some of his arms. Why is he riding like that? Because obviously you have he's to a stay really talented. You have guy, to stay so sturdy. He's just like this. Yeah, you have to when you're doing the triple, you have to like make sure oh, your so axis you don't is get perfect, off and so they're like flexing the whole time. I mean, what looks like Jesus, they're flexing the whole time. Can you imagine, biscuit, like, what's going through your head? And this is a live event too.
Oh. And like really, dude, that's really landed it pretty perfect. That is so gnarly. Bro, where do you go from here? Honestly, who's not gonna, anymore. Who's going to do the first uh, quad backflip? That's what I mean. Is that, like, is that physically I possible without going to the so literal odd. moon? I don't think it is. Wait, we got to watch. Harry's is even better. I think. Man, the, that would suck. Okay, so okay, yeah. so uh, this guy did it first. It sucked right? for both of them. But dude. they practiced together, so it is kind of like a literally altering it's moment. like the other guy landed that, before you, so now like, it's like mine's not going to be as cool. Mm -hmm. And then the other guy lands it after him, and it's like, but oh, it, that just took away from mine. It Bro. also worked out because... J.O.'s was like almost perfect and Harry's was perfect. So he actually won. Does he not is is this guy break? not running a front break? Yeah. Doesn't no, look not. like he's it. You need not. a front break Who when you're doing backflips, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Dude, I can't Man, believe how slow so they come in. Dude. It's Dude. so gnarly. So, Unreal. all right, so Harry Bink did it second, though, mm -hmm. and his is pretty much the only one that I've seen, like, going around Instagram. Really? Oh, you... Oh, okay. Well, they both <laughs> I don't know. are. I've just, I've just seen that one, like, shared all over the place. Yeah. And dude. I was like, damn, dude, he didn't even do it first, but he's getting more love. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, especially because he won and he did it a little more perfect, but, like, that's what's also tough is, like, it does really just come down to an Instagram clip, but also this one's more of, like, a record. You know, you have... Yeah. You hold something... You hold a triple backflip NFT that no one else has. I think it's really cool to see that like the sport is kind of being like boundaries are being pushed. Cause I felt for like a really long time, there was like Travis's generation when the bikes got a lot better and then there was crazy progression. Shit was happening really fast. And now I feel like with bags, it's made it possible for stuff like that. Cause Definitely. you could never do that. To a dirt landing in competition, yeah, yeah, exactly. You never want to take you the risk. That's what I mean. It's yeah. just, it's just like not even. I I agree completely with what you're saying. The bags, the for bags sure. have been like clutch in the progression, but also at the same time, it makes it less cool. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. 
They're easygoing. They eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. Like, Travis's double backflip, like, when he landed that, at that time, is way cooler than them landing this triple. Yeah, I think, Weirdly, I, I think you think that maybe because you grew up in the era yeah but they didn't have even that, like but, the, but is the situation like, when he landed too is that x games dirt no right. so it was I, a packed I agree. fucking stadium yeah. i think situationally was electric travis's like, was more electric than these which sucks um, for those guys i'm not taking yeah, anything away from it's them. also tough and like also landing on a bag isn't as lit as yeah, landing on a not, ramp dude. or dirt but with this one if you watch the full like it's like a 25 minute little little mini doc all they interview like you know Tony Hawk and then a bunch of FMX guys, a bunch of like death-defying uh, action sports guys, and they're all like, you know, they're crazy. Some guys that he, they're like, yeah, you can uh, land comfortably, your body maybe from twenty meters up and not die. Anything above that, it's right? A death that wish. Yeah, that's like thirty. They do that. 30. Bag is still rock hard. Yeah, like it, the fact that you can land a bike on it from that high, and like obviously you see it sink in, but. Your yeah, body still, lands on it, no bike with it, you're gonna just slam. it's still gonna hurt. It's yeah. just like I think there's a big misconception. They say the same thing with foam. Yeah. And then they yeah. have the one bags that are just uh a square, you know, that's not really a landing. Mm-hmm. Right. They had one yeah, where, where you're just landing flat. When Jo was practicing it and the the bike lands he lets go of the bike on the second flip, the bike lands before he does. So oh, and then he lands depressed the all the air. Oh, and oh. he landed on, you know, some air, but basically that just smacked yeah. the ground. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I think the bag is really good for the progression of the sport and like the safety. Because now that we've gotten safety, to know yeah. people, like I watched Brett do that backflip, the uh, KOD flip, whatever he calls it. Yeah, at heydays, and if it had been to dirt or snow, I I don't think he would have like walked away from it at that point. And when you put that type of stuff into perspective, that it allows these people to go out and do shows and ride consistently, yeah. and not get hurt and or die. Like right. that's invaluable okay. to the yeah, sport, hundred percent. You know, because otherwise, people like people like this there would look at no it. There'd be like, there's, yeah. "Why would I? I'm gonna go ride." Maybe then it it progresses in a different way, probably a little more technical. Yeah, like in a way that Axel's done it. Axel still goes huge, but he where he's like looking at things in a different way. So it's cool to see like big tricks still progress. Yeah, with that. and and like I said, I'm not taking anything away from. Him. I'm just saying, like, you know. Trav- when Travis on his double backflip to dirt, that was like pretty much the max of like, I mean, what more do they do to dirt beyond that? Maybe like a double backflip, like a little bit of a combo in there. I yeah. don't know. But like, it was crazy how just- normal double backflips are now. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's well, the thing. Right. So all these guys, if you're doing a triple backflip <laughs> to the bag, you can definitely do a double to dirt. Yeah. Well, I've seen, and then they do like a couple backflips now. They hit the same ramp as that triple backflip ramp, but they just do a double and they don't tuck at all. It just it's goes so slow. weird. Yeah, they go, Whoa, and then they're like literally standing up like that. <laughs> so it cool. looks yeah. so steezy. Wow. I, I still think the coolest trick that anybody has ever done on a dirt bike is the TP7. 
when Travis Pastrana did like the backflip 720. Mm-hmm. Pull it, pull that up. Oh pull God. up the he video. Never landed I remember it, that. Yeah, I think he did in the Nitro Circus I, movie. Yeah, he oh, did. it was still yeah. it was a sketch landing, but like the coolest part about that is he's the only one to land it, but he's also the only one to really ever try it. Yeah. Don't I, quote me on that, but Man, TP's a bad man. Yeah, yeah he's seriously. still, in my opinion, the best FMX rider. It's a TP7. And that was also just kind of like the golden age of It really was. Class. Like, like it, you look back on X Games of when Travis landed his double backflip, the whole thing was packed. Shoulder mm-hmm. to shoulders, people standing. It was just electric. Everyone's screaming. It was nuts. And, that and was then like, you kind of look at that. Grand, they're in a way bigger way stadium. Bigger. It was like, there's a lot of open chairs That's there, like, which sucks, dude. It's the first weird. triple yeah. backflip yeah. there, and they don't have a full house. It's weird that I like was, was thinking of stadium. factors like that, how Travis is when he did it, the stadium they, was so much They smaller. had a better venue, like, though. Yeah. It was probably a little smaller, well, but still. It, yeah, I mean, when we interviewed uh, Greg, he talked about how like the progression of the sport kind of changed with Instagram because all of it is so much more, you know, you see all of it on the daily. Whereas if you wanted to see some insane action sports like that, you actually had to go to the event. Like right. when they or were watch on TV, but you had to be there at yeah. the right mm-hmm. time or you'd catch it on sports center type of vibe. But like when they were first doing those shows, he said they were doing like a million, two million a night. Cause they would just sell out these stadiums. stadiums. That's like the, see it. the part that maybe the, generation we're in the part of me that still wanted to watch that live but that event was in australia so it would have been live for us at like 6 a.m lord knows i'm not getting up that early to watch that but then i literally like wake up check my text check my instagram and then that was like in the dms of our group chat and i watched it i was like Mm -hmm. oh he did land it okay amazing but i wanted to watch the whole thing yeah like that shit was lit the x games back then Holy fuck, dude. That's it. How crazy is that? He shoots off into the woods. Oh, my gosh. That's way cooler than the other one. Holy frick. He was so high. That is so gnarly. Like, how do you even know where you're at in the air? He's probably just freaking hucking it. Dude, people's aerial awareness is so amazing. What the fuck? Is that a double backflip 720? Double backflip 360, I think. Or is it? I don't even Dude, know. Dude, I, I don't even know. Yeah, some uh, comment warrior says that was perfect. Technically, a double backflip three. He couldn't have landed that any better. Yeah, he butters it. Still the bag. See, and then he's just on the throttle. Straight <laughs> into the woods. I, yeah, I don't, that was epic. I definitely that in the double triple backflip is just yeah mind blowing. Next level. When I was doing the research for the Brett podcast, I was watching a bunch of, or I came across a video of him and Levi racing each other in X Games. And I'm kind of on the same page that live action sport events have kind of been, you know, the the coolness factor has been taken away by Instagram. But I watched what they had set up and they had, it was a snowmobile speed and style. They were racing together and then they hit two jumps each in the middle. Head to head, like, dude, they're taking off. Freestyle ramps like inches from each other, feet from each other. And I was like, now this is electric to watch. And I think, I hope one day people who make TV will be like, all right, obviously the craziest tricks isn't what's going to get to people in. It's going to be like the competition back and forth. Yeah, the race factor. And then it was so cool to watch. Obviously the hardness of the tricks in there as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that makes makes sense because it's like at what point? Yeah. And how much more can you do? Whereas, like, almost if you look at skateboarding, there's so much more possibilities. Like, you can flip the board in such a number of ways mm-hmm. and, and do, like, such combos and with it. But 
obviously get, it's harder with dirt bikes and snowmobiles. Did you guys see the video of Tony Hawk kick flipping? No, I haven't. Yeah. I've heard about it though. Yeah, he basically can't kick flip anymore. It took him like two hours. Oh. It was. Hard I to saw watch. a video. So I watched the Tony Do- Tony Hawk documentary on HBO, and good. it was really really good. But I think it was in 2020. He slammed really, really hard. He like had all of his all of his homies that he grew up skating like come to his like ramp. He set up. He set up like a big half pipe, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, it was bad. Like he knocked himself out really bad. And I think he was really what, fucked did he break up from his it. like femur. Yeah, didn't he break his leg? Oh. Yeah, but he also like I think they were more worried about his head because mm-hmm. he had had so many and like. At that age, like if you watch it, it'll show like from people who have had a lot of like concussions talking about it, like his, they were very concerned about his head. They're like, he can't have any more of these. And, and it was, it was really nasty. Like it was hard to watch. Like he was just out and he, I think he was down for like an hour. Oh my gosh. Like it was just tough. I don't know. So maybe that might have something to do with it. So maybe you got to give him a break on the no kick. <clears throat> oh, definitely. No, no, I'm not, also, I'm not well, roasting no, him. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying in general. But yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, before people do jump, I don't think he was ever super phenomenal at kick flipping to begin with, even when mm-hmm. he was younger. But that. Uh, well, it's not It's not really his thing. He's yeah, more of like a vert, like a vert guy, skater, yeah. yeah. But not to plug it, but there's so many good H, uh, HBO Max documentaries. Like Tony Hawk, Kid Cudi has one. Oh, that's mm. on Prime. There's there's a little baby one on Prime. I watched. Um, we all watched that. Just documentaries in general. Yeah, but they've been getting really good. I want to make a documentary about us one day. Yeah, we've talked about That'd that. Great, it's coming. Yeah, start taking notes. Well, especially because just the other day, Evan was like showing me all his old clips, like on YouTube. Yeah, I know. Like, they're popping up and are recommended now. Well, are they really? Yeah. I saw the one of him running down the street right. or rollerblading, rollerblading down the street in a Speedo. In a speedo. I, I and that was 12 year, years ago. I commented on it. I said, he does this all the time. What do you mean? Why are you filming it? Uh, we won't get too deep in on that because I'd love to do it when he's here and he can show us maybe a few. Mm-hmm. Some ski edits, some stuff like that. Just some random funny stuff. And I was like, this is like perfect. You know, the, the era where you just film everything with a fisheye. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was like, this would be perfect to bring into the documentary I'm going to make one day. But uh, then there's this video that was definitely, well, I didn't think it was him. You know, if you search your name and there's a video, like clearly not of you, that's not you, you know, it's someone else. But oh, they have the same name as me. It said Evan Chef, Chef Speedo. That's it, right? And then- That wasn't him? No, it was, but- it, he like quick scrolls over it. I go, me and Gavin go, what's Evan Chef Speedo? He goes, ah, nothing. He goes, that's not even me. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I, I don't need to I watch some random guy in a Speedo then. Skip past it. He didn't show it, it to us because it was him and he's rollerblading yeah. down freaking cloquet streets in a Speedo and looks like what looks like November. Speaking of videos, did you guys see Whistling Diesel's uh, last video with the the G-Wagon test number two. Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. I did. You got to watch that event. It's, I mean, it's fucking insane. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not insane due to just like what has been set for the standard for him. True. But it's just, it, uh, as like a fellow creator, I look at it, I'm like, wow, he really put a lot of money into these couple of videos like you know so let's say if you combine all of them he got 15 million views that's roughly let's give him the benefit of the doubt let's say 150 grand yep he bought that thing for like 180 
I think it was more than that. I thought it was like, or I mean, two two hundred and eighty. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, so he's still in the hole on it. But on top of that, he had to pay to get a whole new motor put in, like right. quite and a few throws, number of different things, which he throws a lot, around a lot. lot of money. But I'm just saying, like, he did that, that one for the people, and although he got a lot of, he made an awesome video and he got a lot of views. He definitely did not come ahead financially on that venture. Did it? Break it? Like, is the G-Wagon No, I, I guess it is still fine, but he had, like, these cop car, like, pit maneuver it and didn't even tip it, which is impressive. But yeah, uh, you would just have to watch it, I guess. But anyways, he had a brand deal in it. Oh, which, really? yeah. Yeah, which he's been very out... I mean, if you watch the progression of Whistling Diesel's channel, <laughs> I remember actually at one time he came after us for doing merch plugs, which now he does merch plugs, um, which is fine. I'm mm-hmm. I, Obviously, I'm all for that. But the, he actually had a brand deal in it. Hmm. When he started, he probably saw the yeah. bag. Well, he, he saw the bag, but also he, I'm sure he was like, fuck, yeah, I got to fucking make up for this, which I, I, I completely understand. And also that's just basic business as being a YouTuber, but it is, it is interesting, I guess, to watch. And I thought it was an awesome video, so you should check it out. But it was, it was slightly, I did chuckle to myself. I was like, at, at he I, he uh, finally did it. At it first, like it, it, you know, for you got to be careful though, because like yeah. you can't condemn people for doing merch drops, but then you do merch drops, and you can't condemn people for doing brand deals, but then you do brand deals. And I don't have a like. I, I like him. I think he's an awesome guy, and I think his videos are amazing. Um, but I just I do laugh at that, I guess. But mm-hmm. that's just a. It was just bound to happen, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's like when you say certain things on the internet, and then. You become they live a, forever. Yeah, they live yeah. forever, but then yeah. eventually you just become a hypocrite because you've said like so much. Right, and I've definitely made yeah. a hypocrite out of myself on the oh, podcast. Oh, for sure. So um, that's yeah, why yeah. I'm trying to be, I try to be very careful, especially like even when I'm talking about the triple backflip, I'm like, I'm not saying that's not lit. I'm just saying, in my opinion, Travis yeah. Pastranas was litter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Can you imagine you're like, I'm, I notice I come across that way. So I decided I'm going to start calling other people out for it too, just so we can get checks and, balance. <laughs> checks and balances of the internet. <laughs> no, but when he did the promo thing, like I didn't even notice it right away. Because what promo? Or the one you did in the video? Yeah. Uh, actually, didn't need a he, name drop. Him. Oh, when, he, when he did it, he We've was like, "Yeah, I spent yeah. a lot of money, so I'm gonna need to do a brand deal." My heart actually sunk because I thought he was about to make fun of people that did brand deals and then <laughs> do something else in place of it. And then he did it, and I went, "Huh, huh. thank God." Yeah, yeah. He's, it is kind of annoying when when certain creators like shit talk it and then make other creators. That's all look I'm saying. Like you can't you it. can't trash other people for it, but then Unless end up coming around it. and doing it. Yeah. But, and yeah. yeah, yeah. You almost just gotta like and being a listen. Cre- I'm not happy about necessarily doing brand deals. Nobody wants to do it. Mm-hmm. But in order to make videos, especially even support with like for us in our case, like we got five guys, six guys living off this salary. And now we're paying Justin to help Ken too, which I love you, Justin. You're awesome. And but, Ken's uh, been spending half the day too, doing nothing. So it's like you got to, you got to, and kidding. also like <laughs> just it's just a Ken's business. It's just a business. Yeah. And, and in my opinion, it's become so standard now. Who cares? That's what I was getting at when I first saw it. If you're I a viewer, just notice. fast forward through it, dude. And then I was like, wait, this is the first ad he's on. And, yeah. and the and the guy making the video. So whoever made the video and they put the brand deal in, and you as a viewer fast forwarding through it, it. It doesn't really hurt you at all. It only hurts the guy making the video who mm-hmm. was compensated in terms of money because it obviously you skip through it and it hurts the retention of the video and it doesn't get suggested as much, yada, yada. But 
And I think it's tough too. I think there's ways you can do brand deals cringy. You can do them straightforward. You can put a lot of effort into them and make them a part of your thing. And also like views and opinions and uh, situations change. Like, yeah, maybe. Everything. Exactly. So it's kind of tough to shit on too much. It's tough because if you ever say something bad about someone ever in anything, like you could, someone could roll a stop sign in front of you and you're like, man, fuck people who roll stop signs. And then, and then later that week, week you're yeah. rolling stop signs. You gotta be so careful. And yeah. so it's just tough to put yourself in other people's situations and probably just go right. to show that, especially in the YouTube creation space. It's all on camera. It's, it's all on camera part, yeah. and it is always changing. What's yeah. cool today won't, might not be cool yeah, tomorrow 100%. and it definitely won't be cool next year. So like. And vice versa, almost things that aren't acceptable now could be. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm stoked when I see other YouTubers like taking brand deals because most them, of, most of the time they just take that brand deal because they're making a better video. Yeah, and yes. apply it to the video. and they apply it to the video, and that's kind of what we try and do every single time that we do a brand deal in the videos. We're like, all right, so 100%. we got this money. What can we buy? What can we spend it on to make a better video? Mm -hmm. And it, so it's like, dude, you skip through you skip through that that. Uh, 60 second mention but then you watch yeah it only the creator go and it spend better. it and and make it way more and whether it goes in that video or not it is yes. at least with us i can vouch for us dude we don't buy shit that you don't see on camera like that's not like like we don't recklessly spend money on anything other than youtube videos yeah for video you know yeah. like we're mm -hmm. we're strictly for making just better content and yeah. luckily for us it's it, it is easier than most youtubers because like obviously us buying cool cars and modifying them is part of our content whereas if you're a youtuber who doesn't make car content videos and obviously but you want a sweet lamborghini yeah. i can't blame <clears> you for that but luckily for us it works out i i do have a confession guys i'm not proud about this one i'd have to go grab my phone let me just grab it real quick Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> Interesting. <sighs> I might have embarrassed ourselves. Well, mostly oh, come me. on. Mostly Keep yourself. Me. What would you I, do? I feel like like me doing it definitely roped in you guys. What? And it also involves whistling diesel. So like oh? a few months ago, Big Ken and I were having a Sunday fun day and like we were Oh no. Really. <laughs> like it was just us two. Unsupervised. We were really Unsupervised. In, like having a good time, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Drinking a lot of root beers. And uh Ken had just won a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. I was having so much fun. And I hop on Instagram and I see this story and it looked like Whistling Diesel was at Shields holding this sword. So yeah. I'm like, no, which is like a Cabela's, but for yeah, our yeah, but it's it's yeah. just like 40 minutes from here. I'm like, yeah. no way, is he at Shields? Like, I legitimately was like, this guy's at Shields, and he's got a sword. <laughs> well, yeah, but I was just like, Besides, oh, I wonder okay. what he's doing in town. Yeah, and uh, thinking that there's only one Shields. Yeah, that's where I wasn't thinking. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, See, right. here's the yeah. problem with me is I'm I'm not that smart. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, you know. uh, dude, I don't even fucking. So I text him. Oh, no. <laughs> I go, you in Fargo right now? He goes, no. Ha, ha. I go, oh, ha, ha, ha. I saw your reel and thought you, you were. Never mind. He goes, wait, what reel? I don't know why I said reel because I thought I thought I'm sorry. Dude, like, oh, no. God, God damn it, dude. I said, dude, I saw a reel of you holding the sword at down. Shields just like 10 minutes ago. And I was like, oh, shit, he's around here. And now I can't find it. And then I just, and then he just doesn't respond. And all I say is disregard everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, that's oh my gosh. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure he's like. I mean, at the end of the day, he deleted that whole conversation. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, Ford's living in his head, rent free. Of he's still wondering up there. What was that idiot talking about? No, he's just confused. If he ever sees, how could somebody be so stupid? Those guys are fucking idiots. Because it was like Sunday midday. Most people would be doing normal things, but Ken and I were having a good time. I don't know why we were celebrating because he was uh, on a roll on pull tabs. Yeah, he jumped somebody's jar and he won money. What'd you say, Ken? Lunch, watching the bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, probably won. No, so it was our season, summer. by the way. Super Bowl bound. Yeah. Oh yeah. So speaking of promos, Ryan got a Coors Light promotion. This dude is just the Thanos of drink companies. It was first Mountain Dew. Who just him? Tra- just who, him too. Who I have been yeah. training for my entire life. Yeah, you've been yep. plug- just free plugs, mm-hmm. and then does <sighs> a sponsor or does a promotion for him. And then Coors hits him up. Who I've been training with for ever since I turned 21. Dude, I can't say I've been too jealous like of, of anyone else. Because most of the time, we just go through things together. Yeah, we all yeah, experience like the, the same. The Mountain Dew promo like, was like a Seaboys TV brand yeah. deal. So it was like, oh, whatever. That's yeah, cool. I guess it but yeah, but this one getting was personalized. And he gets a bag awesome. from it. He gets a bag from it. He gets a Coors. I, honestly, Ryan, you could have done that for free. And it would and still, it still look been cool. cool. Like people are sharing it. Like, damn, right? bag. Thank you. You got to shout out Matilda and Abe. I don't know <clears> if I do. they want they to are, shout it out, but yeah, they're the greatest. Our brand deal manager, the best. And you I'm got, jealous, and, but I'm so I'm so happy for you, bro. You got to Thanks. do that. You got to that's do so a, cool. A You're pretty, on their Instagram. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was hoping for the fallback, but beggars can't be choosers, you know. Right. But the I think the biggest bummer is is that they just gave you money and no beer. Uh, they I did. Beer. Funny they did enough, give you beer. Oh, they funny did? enough, they so they sent me a package and they said, "Wait for this package to come on Monday. Then you can film it. You're gonna need it for the thing." So I figured it would be like the Mountain Dew thing. I open it up and yep. it says it's all branded. It's yep. cool, whatever. I opened it up and it was a cardboard box taped up. And I opened up the cardboard box and it was just a case of beer. In there. <laughs> One case. <laughs> they just sent me a case of beer. Do I have like case? A, case in the fridge and i love how they say like you're gonna need this like the mountain dew when they sent it i don't know if it was in the store yet mm. but so you needed it right but you could get a case of beer Coors anywhere anywhere that's funny dude mm-hmm. well Yo. okay I've, I've decided then since he made a personal bag go ryan you can daily the ranger this winter fuck it's only fair. Yes, Not, I, I mean that's great no that's a good yeah, point ryan. that's a good point dude Finding a winter beater is harder than you would think. Because <laughs> it was between me and Ryan who got to drive the Ranger because neither of us have a vehicle to drive this winter. So we and built it, the Ranger. It turned out it's carpool. Turn, it was like a we might have to. We might have to at this point. And I thought you guys were joking. Like Ryan did daily the Ranger here and there, which totally fine. Because um, my other daily was broken yep, the entire summer. And, and like technically I still own it. The but, Ranger? Yeah. But. What? I just haven't got paid for it yet. Yeah, you did. Did I? Bro, you got paid yeah, like yeah. nine months ago. For we the paid you right yeah. after the uh, right after the SEMA truck. When it pulled the SEMA truck, we paid you right away. Mm. Oh, nice. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I if that was Ken, said, if if this was Ken, there's no way he remembers that. He'd be like, "Oh, we'll pay you again then." <laughs> Doubles <laughs> uh, up on it. I thought you guys were joking about dailying it, but no, dude, it's a good no, rig. I'm, I'm serious. So my question to you guys, and this is. I was honestly kind of genuine. I was wondering this last night. I don't know why I was thinking about it, but let's use you and your cabriolet, for example, Ryan. Mm-hmm. So 
you have your Camaro, which is a sweet car, but you want to buy like a beater daily. Mm-hmm. Why do you buy a beater daily? Because I guess my thought process on it is like that car is giving you a lot of trouble. It doesn't start mm-hmm. sometimes. It, you have to bring it in the shop. He, he You're doesn't want to buy another cabriolet. No, no, I know what I'm saying. But just listen to me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's not working. You're kind of driving around in an uncomfortable car. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not necessarily the best. Because you're ideal in at least in your mind, you're like I'm saving money. Mm-hmm. At, at what point is it like okay? I bought this beater, but now I got to fix this up. I got to do this and that. It doesn't work half the time. The heat it doesn't work. It mm-hmm. runs like ass. Is it like I should just buy nothing special, but just like a average car, mm-hmm. and then whatever I I'm gonna end up selling it for less than I bought it for. But it's like. And what is an Maybe average car? Maybe like the less, the less, mm-hmm. like the loss on that would end up being the same as the beater car once you fix it up. And it's like, yes. you could have just been rolling around in a, in a normal F-150 and, uh, and, and just had a de- like a nice vehicle and came out the exact same. The first reason I won drive a very, the my Camaro and my Cabriolet. I like the Cabriolet because it keeps me humble about my Camaro. It feels great getting in that car, driving, right. and like I appreciate the Camaro more when I get in my Cabriolet and the heat doesn't work and the window seal. It's it's just it's just nice. I, I don't like know. That. I can deal with it. But when it comes to buying uh, the winter beater that would be probably considered like in the budget range, like all. Uh, I was gonna. I went to go look at this Hummer, and it ended up being a bigger piece of crap than expected. And if it had not been such a big piece of crap, I would have bought it, and it would have been like eight grand, and I would have put money into it and fixing it up. And so my thought process behind it was, is I could put a little bit of money into it, making it cool and personalized, and then it would be a cooler car than going out and buying a regular F one fifty, and then that would just be a means. And it would almost right. give me just a little bit. I know, you know, we have the, some cars shouldn't be modified, but I just thought like a nice wrap. I think a Hummer would be I think lit, you can modify dude. a Hummer. I've always wanted a Hummer since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. I just think like doing wheels and a wrap on a Hummer would have like really made it yeah. something that like when it goes by, people would have been like, oh, cool. I, I would appreciate it. Yeah. I, for the record, I think like no, if I've, you would have bought that Hummer and, and wrapped it and did some cool shit with it, I would have liked it. I would have mm-hmm. been all for that. So that's my kind of my reasoning is I maybe a little one more fun, I guess. Want to just keep a cheap car because whatever. I don't really care. I don't have to drive that far in it. Yeah. Um, and then two, it was almost like finding something a little bit unique. That's why I like the cabriolet. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, yeah, a, a convertible. Sebring convertible. It's, cool. it's right. like just a weird car that I it's still funny. get attention in it. Yeah, it's almost funny. I still get attention driving you just it. Love attention. I do. I'm a little <laughs> attention whore. <laughs> but you know, you know yeah. how it is. Like it it still just it gives you a little chuckle and a there's, smile driving in. There's major truth to like all of that. I mean, yeah. just all of it. Like both what both you guys said. Because I mean, you said the same thing about the Ranger, right? You really did. When I got it, you, you really I gonna, did too. I was like, you, why you the guys, fuck did you yeah, buy that? You thing? really gonna drive that thing? And so then, I love that so Ford then I'm Ranger like, for the record. But, but now but we do. Now you I do. I do. I don't know. Maybe. But you it's did like um, when I had it, and CEO was like, "Look at." But I love this thing. It's twenty five hundred dollars. I mean, you, know, you just got your Raptor. You could. We talked about this. You could literally buy 
how many five thousand dollar rangers for the price of a raptor give yeah but then i'm also thinking i'm like but keep in mind um Uh, i've had four at once yeah (laughs) i still had to put like uh this is besides the tranny going after we towed the sema truck like i still had to put probably a thousand bucks into it to get it where i wanted it but yeah it's like Dude, it's all relative. I also love what you said about keeping it humble because I felt the same I agree. way. You're driving I the like Ranger, hop it in the Ranger. It's like it's all minimal, and you enjoy that in its own way. And then you get in a really nice loaded up car, and you also enjoy. And then it makes me remember that the Ram has every amenity that we could ever use. So then I actually remember to use them. Yeah, exactly. You know, I Fun. I agree exactly with what you're saying. Like when when I'm driving around in the Raptor, which I'm gonna keep just bone stock. I like it because you Ooh. feel. It, you don't stand out, which is nice. And uh, you already got lifted trucks. I, it just There's just something nice about it being... It's like a completely different thing. Like driving the SEMA truck and then driving the GTR are... Even though they are completely different, they are somewhat the same experience. It's, mm-hmm. it's an inconvenience in a different way. They're both loud. Um, they draw a lot of attention. You don't so necessarily- they are slightly, though, the same. Yeah. Same driving experience. You don't necessarily, that's what I remember saying. Driving the SEMA truck is like driving a sports car. Not for the speed and the the drivability of it, but, but for the, the looks, the potential of getting pulled over. Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not being able to fill up gas without but even someone like coming to talk to you. The Ram slightly has that, which I, I love lifted trucks, so I'm saying that. But but moral stories, I get what, what you guys are saying. And uh, like when I would drive your, your Ranger before it was duly converted. I, I loved it. Just take though, the gravel guy. roads home. Now it's too much attention. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Now it's too but nice. Now, dude, I guess just thinking it's back to like 30 seconds ago, I booed you when you said you were going to keep your Raptor stock. But there is something to be said. I, I still wouldn't prefer mine stock. However, I drove my Bronco around on those dinky-ass <laughs> highway tires for a long time. And then as soon as I lifted it and put the big 35s on, I was like, wow. It drove like a dream with those highway tires. Yeah, like a dream. To, to be so, me being fully transparent, if I was driving yours or Ken's Broncos, I wouldn't love left it stock. Mm-hmm. Right, just because oh, yeah. personally, it just yeah, it and which you sense. guys were thinking the same thing. It just it didn't look as cool as it could. But like but the Ford for, Raptor, if I put, let's say yeah, I do true. exactly what Ben did, it'll look cooler. But it's like for the cost and the time, and especially if I already have, I have a 2023 on the way. Like okay. it's it's only gonna be marginally better. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, realistically, I bought that truck just to drive, to work and back, to haul stuff, to do whatever, you know, something that's reliable and I didn't need it to be necessarily mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, but, it's definitely yeah. going to be reliable this winter. Yeah, things a beast. I love that truck. I think there's something that probably a lot of people can feel at home. There's something nice to me about changing your car and making it your own. Even if it is, you say like, oh, putting different yeah. wheels on it, it's not going to make it that cool, but it it differentiates if you went and parked it on a dealership lot not to sell but if you parked it with the 50 other ford raptors you would notice that one because it's got different wheels yeah it's yours you maybe put a sticker on it the way you like it you put a light bar Mm -hmm. in the grill and it's just those little things that you notice about your truck or your car that make you happy i'm all for modified i'm just saying i'm not touching you're not doing that to yours because you have another car that's modified yep and then it goes back to like keeping all all stock is so conspicuous Inconspicuous, inconspicuous, uh, yeah, inconspicuous. Yeah. Like it really is. You Not just that don't... I'm trying to be incon- like you know. If you cruise but around nice. the Jeter, nice. everyone like they kind of know. You know, I'm really like, stoked that you, you adopt uh, adopted the term Jeter. <laughs> I pushed for it. it. I pushed for it's it for a while, quicker. and it didn't stick. Jeter. It didn't. I'm like the Jeter, and then every time people would go, "What? What car are you talking about?" 
the, the Ultima. I had to say, ah, the GTR. Oh, Jeter. Okay. And now CJ calls it a Jeter. Anyways, we sorry. also we also have this issue with taking a reliable vehicle though, mm-hmm. and then making it not reliable or unusable, and then you're just back to square one, which is pretty much where I'm at. I had my Subaru, yeah, last car for the winter, all wheel drive. I could drive it everywhere. Actually, last winter was kind of rough because they yeah, don't plow the roads out was. here, but it was still great. And then I slammed it down, put all this carbon fiber on it, and then I'm like, oh shit, it's... I need a new car to drive this winter. Yeah. Okay, so did you guys see the renderings of the Saudi Arabia building called the Mir? Yes, yes, yes. I thought it was the wall. The wall, the, the mirror. Mirror, mirror wall, uh, mirror wall. The anyway, line. It is the wall. The wall? I the thought wall. that would have been maybe controversial, but maybe not over there. No, Trump's a big investor, so he's getting his wall no matter <laughs> but what. Yes, I, watched, I love how they like reveal like what like a product video basically. No, it, no, I'm, I'm wrong. The line. The I line. Oh, it's the line. I, okay. That's what I thought. I thought the wall Good would, joke about the Trump thing. But it's nice. insane. Thank you. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, it's a 105 mi- mile long building that looks basically, it's like covered in mirrors so you can barely like see it. And then it's supposed to be like 1,500 feet tall, which is taller than the Empire State Building. Whoa. Yeah, it's like extremely tall, extremely long. And it's supposed to house 5 million people. Whoa. So it's going to basically be like... A self-contained... Like a habitat. Yeah, like a a habitat. habitat. Yeah, but... 105 miles long, and then it's going to have like a, like a railroad in the middle of it. Yeah. Well, and then I you're wonder supposed what, to be able to get is, from like side to side in 20 stat? minutes. Holy. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. But, but basically, they want to just like completely change like the way people live over there, make it like destinational, but also, I, I don't know. It, I was reading on it, and they were also saying like to eliminate uh, the waste of like cars and help the environment and shit. But then there was also arguments like, that's a bunch of BS. Well, it's Saudi Arabia, aren't they? they like the biggest cool producer shit. of oil. Well, like, it kind of seems counterproductive, cool doesn't it? Yeah. And then people are like, what about the birds? Because think, oh, dude, yeah. think about how many birds just fly into our, <laughs> dude, our 10 foot by that was 6 a big, foot that window. Was a, that was a big concern with the Minnesota Vikings new stadium That's when they right. built that. too much glass. I don't know when they, okay. maybe 2018 they must have built that. But it was killing like a number of, like a pretty, it was a pretty fair number. chunk. <laughs> this is gonna just be like, taking many, out entire like, birds. Wait, possibly like a hundred a day or something. Extinct. So because it's all be glass. So it, it's boom, definitely boom. Uh, that's a real thing, right? So God I'm damn. thinking like the, the Google search is U.S. Bank Stadium bird killing machine. <laughs> oh my God! How many birds a day? Get no, get this. The U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis kills more than 100 birds each year. Oh. What the? <laughs> Who even cares? Oh my gosh, dude! They will make a story out of anything we saw. So I thought it, it was a hundred a day. Yeah, me too, okay, dude. Okay, so now that I'm thinking, like, let's Each say you're ninety to two hundred thirty thousand birds crashing in New York buildings. Wow! <laughs> so you come to the Bro, we to probably the, take at least fifteen out a year around here. You come to the board with this massive idea that you've been probably planning for the last twenty years. Who knows? I don't know. And then they're like. What about the birds, though? <laughs> they spent three hundred thousand dollars. Something tells that me one, nobody in Saudi Arabia is giving a shit about the it's birds. It's that one girl that's got like the the uh, turtleneck on and like a beanie, and she's yeah. holding a book with glasses. Yeah. What about the birds? And then they're like, "Oh, we can't do it." But yeah, oh, we don't want to piss I, her off when again. I watch the video of of the the line and them explaining everything. Yeah, yeah it's epic. It seems dystopian, but I wouldn't want to be there. So, so wait, are they actually building it? Or is it just no, they started construction yeah, on they, it. Yeah, like they started digging the foundation of it. Obviously, it's going to take forever. And it, it's going to cost a trillion dollars. Whoa. 
They got the money for it, man. Projected. To me, that number is just... That's like fake. <laughs> yeah. With the way they've been selling these gas, man. <laughs> these, these, these gas, gas, gas man. You know, these gas. all these, gases. these gases, man. They've been uh, yeah, they've been them. running it up. And we've been just paying it. Dude, the other day, I bought 30 gases from this guy. <laughs> so, I was thinking about this. What's it going to be like to live in that, right? You're... You're basically just living in like a closed off environment. You're not going to need a winter beater. <laughs> yeah, you won't. No <laughs> Think of all the money you'll save. I was like, damn, dude, this is going to be like college, but for like 5 million people living in, in college dorms. Yeah. Jeez. Which I know absolutely nothing about because what if some shit goes wrong in there. Well, that's the other thing, too. They were like, what if like the another outbreak can... happens? You know, or the sewage like, backs up. There's a lot of poop. Yeah, <laughs> and just also, I mean, I'm just it's it'd be so weird to not actually go outside. It's like a giant cruise. Does it have? I'm sure it's got to have a top on it. Uh, I think it's open. Okay, so you do get weather. I mean, whatever weather Saudi Arabia. Yeah, has. but you're gonna get like sunshine for half the day. Yeah, because it's oh, so okay, tall, yeah. you wouldn't get any sun coming. That in. sounds terrible. It doesn't sound yeah. ideal, but do you think they thought this through? Just gonna be looking <laughs> you know what? Tell them yeah. now that I think about it. I don't know if anybody did. You should, we should tell call them. them. Yeah, and tell, tell them, them not to spend a trillion dollars. Some <laughs> guy named Ben just called us and said not to do it. Oh, oh, better shit. call We're it off. Okay. Where did he say it on his podcast? No, <laughs> oh. But when I was looking at it, I think I started thinking of all. I asked the same questions. Like, what about this? What about this? What about this? I'd hate doing this. But then, like, there's, I'm sure there's a bunch of upsides. I'm just saying, not for me. Yeah. I mean, not for anyone that grew up around here. It is kind of sure. cool, I guess. Like, they're just doing it. Yeah. They're just building something that should not or has never even been thought of. I'm all for that. Whenever I see somebody just doing something, maybe not the smartest thing, but I just see them doing it, I'm just like... And they're determined. Dude, and if it's, hey. not in, it's not hurting me, I'm just like, yeah, man, go for it. They hear, they see this podcast and they're like, who are these guys? They look up our YouTube channel and they see the last like five videos of us taking things that aren't supposed to be off road and putting off road tires. And they're like, oh, they're these idiots. Are dumber we, than we, we thought. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're engineers. They're oh, geniuses. Oh, they're geniuses. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You could go to one of two ways. Did you see their Ford Ranger video? Revolutionary. <laughs> they built a one of one. It didn't make it in the video, but I totally had been convinced that they made Dually Ford Rangers in Europe. Oh, that wasn't true. No. <laughs> and I was really hoping it'd make it in because oh. all the people would be like, no, they don't. I cut okay. that I cut that out because I, I didn't want people to think that we weren't being original. <laughs> no, I so mean, you that makes sense. That you really had him. Yeah. So yeah. this is what it feels like to troll someone. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I see why you guys do it. Do you it. feel better? Feels good? Yeah, I do. It's just like something's nice about making someone else feel stupid. Right? <laughs> Best. <laughs> Do you guys see that Elon officially bought Twitter? The That's whole thing? Yeah, like closed the deal and everything. He owns Twitter. 100% of Twitter. Yes. That's amazing. Now I'll probably start using it. Yeah. So the first thing he did was fire the CEO. Good. The CFO. And then actually- Fuck those guys. I, let, me, let me see the exact- <laughs> The exact title of the other person. Um, head of legal trust and safety. I bet those guys didn't even want to work for him, honestly. They probably have such opposing oh, yeah, I wonder how many people ideas just quit. for how it is. It cost him like $130 million to fire those three people because of like, mm. like they had all these, this. Yeah, to get them off. Well, yeah, yeah, they had like all this oh. guaranteed money in stock. Yeah. Like, Jesus, to, how much are they paying these guys? Yes. No, he had to like, like buy them all out basically of their positions. But Makes sense. that's like. 13 a, bucks to yeah. Elon. But anyway, the bucket. so yeah, he gets in there. He fires these people, basically like the woke uh, people running the show. People that are probably one-sided, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter what, what side of politics. 
And then, and then he like locked out the engineers, like the Twitter engineers, like the coders, he locked them out. And then he had all of his Tesla programmers and engineers go in and look at all the code to make sure that Twitter isn't shadow banning people like unfairly and and have any like code in place. That's basically he needs to buy Instagram. Yeah, dude, I saw uh, just a video of kind of they were secretly being interviewed, but I assume now they could release it. Um, but it was like all these, all the people, all the high ups, all the engineer, chief engineer, whatever. And then there, it's basically just incriminate, not maybe not incriminating, but them saying, "Yeah, we shadow ban. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this." But they're having this. Ca- I don't know how they got it, but they're having very casual conversation. They're all admitting to everything. Oh yeah, well. Um, well, they yeah, probably think it's right. Right. If this person keeps showing up, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can just uh, do our best to get rid of the nasty people on Twitter. All this, all this. Shit. Interesting. Like, they like admitted to it, and then they could post it now because Elon owns it. Yeah. Right? Well, I don't know. Hopefully, one day everything gets a little bit more fair. I don't really care what you're, as long as it's not hurting people. I, I personally just feel like it should be more free speech, which things aren't. It's right just now. no. I think it's people getting. Uh, Definition of hurting people twisted is a thing. The quote Elon said when he bought Twitter, the reason I acquired Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. So he basically, he doesn't want to silence anyone. He doesn't want it to turn into like a left or a right. right. He basically just wants it so like people stop hating each other. And like can communicate more instead of just being like silenced on either side. Cause I mean, that is kind of what's happening right now is like these, these social media platforms, like I don't want to say our boss YouTube, but uh, you know, certain people or certain companies are kicking people off. Like Steve will do it, kicking them off. And then they go to rumble, which is like the polar opposite. So then it's just like, Oh you're either left or you're right. You're with these people or you're with these people. And it's not like you can like kind of coexist anymore. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where it's like yeah, going. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. Scenic. Everyone should be able to, I don't care what, what side you're on. I, I just think it should be fair for both sides right. or whatever side you're on. And I mean, like, shit. Assuming that that's genuine, just because it did, seems genuine you know Bro, he's you not he's not saying much 40 billion dollars right. i agree and then so he comes out with a statement like that and then people some people are like it, no he's not gonna do, he's definitely lying and he's gonna fuck all of us over i'm like what at the same time though it depends what side you're on like right a lot there's a lot of people that are republican that think biden is out to get him and there's a lot of people that are democrat that think that Whoever is the Republican president is out to get them, you know. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, it's oh, realistically, sure. and it's, yeah. it's, it seems like it's only gotten worse. Not to get all political is probably where we end it. Um, the politics talk, but like when when I was like a kid, it seemed like you were either Democrat or Republican, and it's just like yeah, they're that, they're this, and maybe you don't agree with them, whatever. But like nowadays, it's almost like it it almost seems like it's harder for like you don't have a, a democrat and a republican really hanging out it's like it's it's a little bit more hostile i, I feel like they people just make get a it little... seem like that we have tons right. of friends or on they the want other to side. make it seem yeah they want to make it seem like that i think the more I, people have a like voice more people does. can say what they want easier to more people and it's way easier to pick that up like one I, I'm just saying it seems more divided now than ever. Yeah, I think it, it was is. just because it it was just it's always been divided. It's just people but have it's a really divided. I, people have a way to say it now. Like 
our parents, when they were kids, political activism or whatever division has been a thing forever, literally since politics were invented. It's just now I can tweet, I hate this, and other people can see it. Yeah. Where normally you would you just see it sitting in a bar. And then it's like, oh, I hate this person. Exactly. We got into this whole argument online, which if you're getting arguments online with someone on the vice versa of your politics, you're not going to change your mind. Exactly. You're just wasting your time. And, and yeah, just just fucking save it. You're no one's gonna like this person's not changing. You're not changing your view. Just mm-hmm. forget it. Yeah, and just move on past pointless. it. And very that's, And that's why. Yeah, especially the arguments. But none of that this, matters when you say I hate this. I love this. None of that matters if you can't actually do it. Mm-hmm. If you don't actually have a place for it. I'm not True. saying that I'm crying because I need a place to do that. But Twitter was not that place before, and now it will be. I just think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe, maybe it is definitely a step in the right direction. I think maybe other platforms are like, Hey, you know what? Maybe we have been going that far, but then Mm -hmm. again, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Shit's changed and whatever. But it is crazy to see like one person come in and completely change a platform overnight, like overnight, like you bought it and then fired all these people. And it's like kind of changing. But then again, who knows? Maybe it won't change. I don't know. (laughs) dude i got a a really quick fun little story to end it on so i'm waiting for my halloween costume to come because of course i ordered it too late right yep uh amazon prime's a beautiful thing it says it's being delivered between 5 and 7 p.m tonight and i'm like that's cutting it really close (laughs) six minutes i need to put it on in about yeah in about six minutes luckily it came the prime guy now they they drive all the way from far like they drive an hour to come out here to deliver me my halloween costume i know sometimes but then i asked one other guy i go do you drive all the way out here do you have other places to stop he goes no this one's it no i go no way you drove an basically an hour pretty impressive dude how the fuck is amazon (laughs) coming ahead on that because i can't imagine the margins are that big yeah and so uh this guy did free shipping first time i'd ever seen him and uh his name's dion shout out dion he uh (laughs) he pulls up and he's kind of just like whoa you guys got crazy shit going on here like sees the lambo sees everything and i'm like Oh, yeah. You go, what's going on? I go, yeah, we got a YouTube channel. You know, check it out. It was brief. Check it out. C-Boys TV. He sees that I'm like taking pictures of the flag. Oh, that? Yep. Okay. Drives off. I was like, sick. Nice, dude. I Have a good weekend. He pulls back in and then I'm like still out there grabbing some pics and I go, hey, I was like, what up, man? You, what'd you forget? Another package? And then he's just like, no. He, look. Okay. So it is that. Looks looking at the flag. C-Boys TV. He, it is that. And then I'm like, yeah. Okay. I'd. I looked it up, but like I didn't know if it was you because it had 1.7 million. Yeah. So like I had to double check, and then I was like, "No, that's us." And then he was just tripping. It was it was cool. He's like, "I gotta check it out." But it was so funny that he had to pull back in just to make sure. He's like, "Nah, these guys can't, can't be. be uh, they can't be here today, in the middle of no- the FedEx." Guy I came out here today. for one person. <laughs> I was out in the parking lot this morning moving shit around. The FedEx guy came in, right? And he's like older, and he was like, "Boy, quit the car show around here! What's going on here?" <laughs> and uh, and he's he basically yeah, same thing. Except so was really funny, confused. yeah. I just love. I was just like, I'm just around. a car guy. I just move around. Yeah, sometimes I never <laughs> know what to tell. Him, but 
I'm I just the lot manager. I'm the lot manager. <laughs> Dude, that'd be pretty funny I too. Just move them around. Yeah, they're cool. I just move them around though. Yeah, we love we love our delivery drivers around here. We do. Whether we've, we've, we've seen made them quite a lot, a connection or, yeah. with them. We, we do. Some yeah. we made very good friends with Wade. I'm sure you guys have heard us talk about him. And then other ones that I've seen for the first time ever today also make pretty good friends with. So our UPS driver, Wade. He's legend. He's been our man for what five five well, years. We like, hang out with him. We, we go on limo nights with him. He comes right. in with. We all drink. Well, here's the progression of Wade. Almost getting bar fight one time. Wade and I almost got in a bar fight with these guys we were playing pool with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. not a bar fight. They were like <laughs> pressing us because we were beating. Well, we them. weren't supposed to be there either. We were. Apparently, yeah, the wrong, some bars are fucking yeah, we weird about where side, you go. Yeah. We, well, I guess we weren't regulars. Well, Wade was they like, were pressing us. no, I'm good. I'm a local there. Wade, well, he for the beef. record, he I'm not trying to fucking beef. get this whole thing. Wade and I weren't trying to fight anyone. We were just trying to play pool against these guys. And they oh, were okay, like nice. those kind of guys that are like angry drunks. And oh, you could tell they were like getting angry and angry as we're beating them. And then because <laughs> you guys up, are talking we shit. We ended up, no, we were playing for like five bucks. And then we ended up like losing. And then they were all happy. But I was literally kind of like, if we win, I feel like we're going to have trouble. <laughs> I'd rather just let them win, which I didn't let them win, but they ended up beating <laughs> us, but I'm glad they won. So who the hell is <laughs> this? I don't, Can't, mean, I don't even know. All right. How long have we been Spitting going? On my an house. hour and 15. Let's cut okay. it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We're going to end it here for retention purposes. <laughs> Or something actually, like we're that. actually going to end it at the right spot this time. Yeah, Dude, not gonna I'm sorry. It people it's thought right. that, that, people thought that right. the editor just cut Ryan's story up. Ryan is the yeah, editor. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, that was an accident. I did. I got it. Well, yeah. People were like, yo, what's up? I wanted to hear the last story. Of course, whoever the editor cutting out Ryan talking, pretty unfair. <laughs> It was I, me. I hated the story. Ryan cut it himself. I hated the way I sounded and looked, the so worst, I just cut it. The worst part was the two hour, two and a half hours I spent editing the rest of the podcast that no one got yeah. to see on YouTube. You that can does find suck because you spent time doing that, and then it didn't even go out. If you go to Apple or Spotify, you can listen. I guess you got to listen here and on Apple and Spotify. Speaking of that, go drop some stars or some likes and shit, whatever it is on Apple and Spotify. And we're, Let's uh, get that up higher. Let's rank it up. Yep, and we're quickly approaching 150K on... Uh, on YouTube, and once we hit 150k, Evan will come on and speak. And now Whoa, we're totally yeah, doing the right. opposite. What I thought we were gonna do. Yeah, but we're keeping all this in. We'll see you later. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way, and you go, "Thank God I didn't try to do that myself." I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.